Welcome everybody to the Clear Tai Chi Mastermind meeting for Friday, April 21st of 2023. Um, I'm Richard Clear, your resident host. And with us today is Matt Holker, the regional organizer for Maryville, Tennessee, outside of Knoxville. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Harry Legg in Verona, New Jersey, outside of New York City. Hello, Big Sifu. Thank you. Uh, school is New Jersey Tai Chi. Uh, yep, about 15 miles uh, from New York City. Great to be here. Thank you. Martin Shad in Michigan, in central Michigan. He'll tell you what part. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Hi, it's uh, Midwest Michigan, covering like the Grand Rapids, Lansing area. Welcome. Philip Chan in Columbus, Georgia. Hello, all. Welcome. Jim Canner in Costa Rica. Hey, everybody. I'm with um, Wuchi Energy Arts based out of Las Catalinas in Guanacaste, Costa Rica. Welcome. Art Don in Greenbelt, Maryland, 12 miles outside of Washington, D.C. That is exactly right, Sifu. Thank you very much. Just, oh, just east of Washington, D.C. <laughs> I'll get it eventually. I just today I don't know where I got that. Anyways, but it was right. Yay. Okay. So Sheila Bell in Costa Rica. Hey, it's good to be here. It's uh, Balance Ideal Tai Chi in Guanacaste, also, like Jim, 45 minutes away from each other. Uh, I have classes in Playas del Coco and in Liberia. Welcome. Ty Talbert in bedroom communities outside of San Antonio, Texas. Hey, how are you doing? I'm three miles out of San Antonio. I have classes in Windcrest and Converse and Warrior Tai Chi. Welcome. And Jim Kelly, and Jim, you're on mute. Jim Kelly in sunny Boca Raton, Florida. Yep, Boca Raton, Florida. Thank you. We're, uh, we're in West Boca and Ancient Aunts, West Boca, and also schools out east in East Boca and Del Rey. And if anybody's down for World Tai Chi Day, look us up in South Florida. <laughs> I always feel like Gabe Show hosts introducing our contestants. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. All right. So today's topic, well, before we do that, uh, if you hear things you like today and want to do more with that, there are two things and or the speakers and the different ones that are and all of our participants here. The, uh, the Tai Chi Gathering, which we have every June, the first weekend in June. And this will be our third one that's coming up. And uh, it's lots of fun, lots of push hands, lots of different classes and lessons and things. Um, lots of fun, lots of great food, I made sure. Um, it is at the airport Hilton here in the, the Knoxville Airport Hilton here in Maryville, Alcoa, Knoxville, Tennessee. And, the, uh, and you can see most of the folks that are on these calls at that event. And of course me and him, we're on the calls too. And uh, other guest instructors, we've got some real good ones lined up for this year. And that to, to sign up for that, to come out to that, go to Tai Chi Gathering.com. That's Tai Chi Gathering.com. Uh, if you see other things that you like about what we're doing and want to get involved in Clear Tai Chi uh, at home, we highly recommended Clear Tai Chi Level One. We both have it in DDD and online, and that's at clearmartialarts.com. We just Say one quick thing about all that is that I did the the studying primarily from videos for the first like three years that I did it. I got a ton out of it. It's great material, but it really does not uh, it, it doesn't really kind of compute the level of power that you can get out of it. 
unless you've had a hands-on experience with it. It's the, the first time you actually get hands-on with one of our instructors, it is a game-changing experience. And so please, if you are in the area of one of the regional organizers here, if you're, um, if you're able to get to them, uh, please do that and, um, and, you know, check it out and get hands-on, uh, get, get, get hands-on with one of our instructors if you possibly can, um, and feel it for yourself. And if you can't, uh, if you're not in one of their areas, you can probably get hands-on with all of them at the same time at the Tai Chi gathering. So check that out. Um, if you absolutely can't get to one of our instructors or to the Tai Chi gathering, or if you can, if you're one of their students or you are coming to the gathering, but you just want to be able to supplement your training at home, then go to clearmartialarts.com and check out what we've got for you there. Most of our students do actually, most of our live students do actually use clearmartialarts.com to supplement their training. It's a great platform for that. I know I do. I do too, actually. I've been working with him directly for eight years and I still use the online resources. So, um, so check it all out and hopefully you can join us somehow, some way. Okay, Art, so um, you're on with the using the mind's eye to supplement Tai Chi practice. Okay, hello everyone. Um, for my gathering presentation, I am going to um, relate a process I use using the mind's eye to help augment Tai Chi and uh, supplement or increase the mind-body connection. Um, it's been, as I've been working with it, it's, it's sort of evolved from initially using the mind's eye to develop the E to develop the overall mind-body connection, because I found that that's, that's um, where it was headed, and it seemed very beneficial for that. And I'm going to introduce a um, technique I use for, as I say, um, Increasing the mind-body connection because that um, the increased mind-body connection helps with um, increasing internal power. It increases internal power, and it helps just with the overall energy flow as the energy goes sort of from the mind into the body and then back into the mind to develop the. Uh, in internal strength. And as I say, I'm going to present a, you know, a, a technique or two for doing that. And at the gathering. You mean at the at the gathering? At the gathering, yes. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're saying um, that the uh, just the idea of having the mind connected with the you know with the body better and, and having that information flow and having that relationship and the ability to feel that and integrate with that that that's going to give you a power increase just because that's happening yes um it it um is sort of a i think maybe a i guess a synergistic effect of having sort of a maybe to use the term a a unity of effect with the physical and the mental emotional um you just get more power than you might have 
just using a physical force okay. and certainly more than just using a, a mental force. I mean, he certainly so does have- So since they're both together, it's, it's, it literally comes out as more and since it's being actively uh, done like that, okay? Correct. Um, and the what I'm gonna work with in particular or two facets of it are um, stillness in motion. Um, again, the, the stillness will be the mind part and the motion will be the body part. And motion and stillness where I'll work with motion in the mind and having the body um, being still. And which are both um, really principles of of Tai Chi and I'm going to, at the gathering, um, relate techniques I use um, to develop that. And um, I just um, know other people might have, you know, techniques they like or things they want to mention or um, any particular experiences or thoughts on developing and working with the mind-body connection. And, and again, this, um, this can be you know, used for martial purposes, self-defense, or healing. Give an example she, of some of the- Sheila was about to oh, weigh sorry. in. Sheila, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that um, I think that it's important to practice them separately to start with so that you can learn to distinguish um, and Probably the single most important technique that I've used to develop like internal motion, like you're saying with the mind, is the bone marrow wash. Because you really learn how to feel that flow and that movement when your body is completely still. So that would be my contribution as far as, as that aspect. But I think learning how to continue to feel that kind of movement, even while you're doing a form, um, then you can start bringing those things together. Good points. Thank you, Sheila. Right. So, yeah, so that's, um, there's actually a lot of uh, like mind-body connection principles all over our level one Tai Chi program, the marrow washing being a great example of that. Um, I know it's kind of considered bonus material because it's not part of the test for our level one, but the Nagung set on there is is really all about that and and there's more examples of that directly out of the material like using the underwater method for example where you're using your mind to kind of fill the space with the feeling of this weight of water and this pressure of water all around you um the pendulum swinging version of the form um which is another example of that uh and there uh and what i what I have kind of discovered and concluded about the mind-body connection over my, my studies and my training is that everybody thinks about it in terms of, well, they think about it in that order, in mind-body. You start with the mind and it influences the body. And that's the goal. That's what we want to be able to do. But the training for that is, other, is actually the other way around. To build the mind-body connection, you build it with kind of the body first, you, you, you incorporate your mind into it and you put your mind into the activities and you get very physical with 
the actions and very uh, overt with your body expressions of those actions. And once that connection is established, then you can start to turn it the other way around and use the mind to influence the body a lot more. Um, and that's, uh, and there, and you know, there are uh, examples of that that are, that kind of run contrary to that. The mirror washing is, is an example of that. You're not doing really anything physically to build that one up. Um, it really is just a mind energy engaged activity. But for most people, most of the time to really build that connection and to build it strongly, it starts with a lot more kind of physical work. And then it shifts at some point where you're really engaging the mind a lot more to get the physical results. And I think that's a lot of where the, the mind's eye part of it comes in that you were, that you were talking about are, um, is, is, is in that kind of moment of transition where you have to sort of play with the, the thoughts and the images in your head and the map you've created of like what's going on in these actions in order to really use it the other way around. All right, very good. Thank you, Matt. That's excellent. Did, did you well, I was going to say, I wanted to say something, you know, kind of similar to what Matt was talking about. In a way, you, you have to start with your mind to control the body when you're starting out in Tai Chi, because you have to spend the time thinking about the different postures and the flowing between them. And I think at a certain point, you can take the mind from the body because the body will have learned you'll have the muscle memory. Now the mind is free to work on a completely different level. And I think at that point, once you can say, you know, take that disconnect of mind controlling body, making sure my hands are going in the right places, and you can start thinking instead of moving energies, I think in a way that's when your mind becomes more of a force multiplier. But I think you still have to be very mindful at all times when you're practicing your Tai Chi or your Qigong or your Neigong. You can't do it without the mind involved and do it effectively. But I think as you practice and you get better at it, the mind will move into different uh, modes that will then affect the Li, the body side. It will then affect the Qi or energy side. It'll move on into the mind, you know, the heart, mind, intent, and hopefully ultimately lead to an effective Shen practice and Wu practice. Good points, excellent. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. One of the things that happens with the body is that um, when we accumulate stress in the mind, is that when we accumulate stress, the, the mind can take the stress in and have it or be stressed about it or whatever. And then at some point, the mind either gets tired or and we get distracted by something else, whether that's we melt into entertainment or whatever. And so your mind sort of has a has more malleability for most people, not everybody. Some people are stuck get stuck in something and that turns into a mental illness, right? But the uh but a lot of people they have the ability for the mind to then get into something else or to to appreciate something else or to just be otherwise engaged. But what happens all a lot of that stress that's on the body stays or at least it stays a lot longer and a lot more. And so what happens when you start putting the body-mind connection is that your mind gets informed. Oh, the body's holding on to that. That wasn't supposed to happen. And you're much you're in a much better position than 
to do things and to understand whether you have kind of cleared that out of your body or whether it's still stuck there and how much and what might be involved in terms of getting it so that it's all that way. And so it goes really to, it's the difference I've noticed in people from as early as late 20s um, and older to what is your body like at 40, 50, 60, 70. And what I found commonly is that when somebody other than, than like got in a car accident or something, if somebody's really got just through life, a lot of rehabilitating effects on the body, combination of not getting off the couch and doing things and all these stresses that have been locked up in the body and not addressed. And so the body mind connection really helps you to, to kind of get a sense of that a feel for that. And then also to process that and ideally with a proper Tai Chi practice to affect it in, in very positive ways. Thank you, Sifu. And just um, on my um, presentation, I am going to, besides just relate techniques and um, work with the uh, audience of uh, attendees to um, become familiar with some of these practices more directly, um, I would like to also lead people to become more aware of the possibilities of increasing the mind-body connection to where they can work more directly with uh, particular issues they may have. Um, to sort of broaden their horizons with Tai Chi and maybe even life in general, just um, to expand knowledge and um, develop awareness. You know, one of the things people have uh, that I see in the Tai Chi community too is what is internal, like defined internal. And so, um, one of the ways possible to look at that too is external factors and internal factors. So you can do external factors to either massaging the body from the outside or what you ate or drank, your water kind of a thing, you know, how much water you drank, um, good vitamins that you're putting in, and those are external effects. And then your mind from the inside, just like your mind can share all the stresses and those other things where your mind can go in and relax and release those things too. And now we're talking about internal factors to make a difference. Breath, breath and relaxation and release and those kinds of things. Your mind actually exerting a, a response and a change inside the from inside the body. Right. And, and I'm going to try to lead people to develop a sense of anything they do. Um, just about, or a lot of things will relate from the mind to the body and back. So as sort of um, part of the 24 seven practice that, that we develop, that as just going throughout life, even you know, taking a good breath, um, walking along casually develops the body, but also it can calm the mind and try to work back and forth um, just as, doing the Tai Chi motion slowly can help calm the mind. And as you calm the mind, you can do the Tai Chi motions with more principles, relaxation and connectedness. And again, just to try to develop a constant um, working back and forth with the body and the mind. Can I, um, 
say one more uh, quick thing about kind of the use of the mind's eye in all of this. Is that appropriate here? Is there anyone else you wanted to weigh in on what we were kind of just talking about? But no. All right. So, um, so for so most people when they hear the term like mind's eye they immediately think visualization. I am picturing something in my head. And a lot of times that can be helpful in Tai Chi, especially with some of the weirder kind of concepts that we have to kind of form, to kind of form a picture in your head that's relatable, that's, uh, that's kind of a map to what we're getting at. Um, and that can be very helpful. But for most of the skills we're developing, the kind of the use of our mind's eye is not to visualize the thing, it's to recreate the feeling of a thing, the tactile sensation of it. So if you've ever been like, I'll take our underwater method in Tai Chi, for example, um, in our in our level one program, um, where and and beyond, but you know, starting in our level one program where you're you're doing your Tai Chi form and the whole time you're really extra feeling as if there's this water all around you and you can feel the pressure of that water on your skin all over your body. And you're moving through this water with this pressurization kind of from this external pressurization that you're creating with your mind because there's no, there's not really water there. You're in the air. Um, that's an example of a kind of a mind body skill in use that's in the Tai Chi. And there's a bunch of different things that come out of that, a bunch of different health benefits and, and odd and end reasons that you would want to do that. Um, but the reason you can do it is because if you, if, you know, to the extent that we can do it is because we've been immersed in water like that. We've felt at least something before that gives us a sense of what those pressures are like, and we can recreate that in our mind. We're not imagine, we're not picturing ourselves in water and doing our Tai Chi form. We're feeling as if we are underwater and doing our Tai Chi form. And so it is for lack of a better term, the mind's eye that's at play, but it is far more than just visualization. It is really a tactile experience for almost everything we're doing in, with, with that process, including the pendulum swing method I talked about earlier, including the marrow washing that Sheila mentioned, including the Nagung set. Almost everything we're doing with this um, is, is, is a feeling. Uh, but the but the use of the mind in that is the ability to recreate that feeling or those feelings, even when those physical conditions are not actually there. Like you're not actually underwater, but you can feel and move like you were underwater. Excellent point, Matt. Thank you. And that's that's again my um, my plan to introduce the, the mind's eye um, first viewing something in the mind's eye concept. And then from there, developing, getting more of the sensation, and from there, working with the mind and the body and developing the connection. Excellent. Thank you. Couldn't have put it better. Yeah, I'm super looking forward to it. I know you've been putting a lot of time into this um, in your own practice, and you've made some really interesting connections there. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely kind of anxious to to hear what you have to say when uh, when the gathering actually comes around here in June. Well, thank you. By the way, if you uh, listening at home are interested in, as well, join us. Um, go to go to TaiChiGathering.com and get signed up. There's not a lot of time left, but there is still some time. Um, so please join us there if you can. And we do have this every year in June. So come this year, of course, plan for next already. If you didn't come this year, then 
plan to be there next year. And the, uh, it'll be TaiChiGathering.com. We will have the site updated every year, somewhere by late August, early September for the following year's information and signups and all of that. Um, a bunch of our folks come out there. There's a bunch of great times, a bunch of great push hands and fun and really great food. I have made certain of it at the uh, at our banquet. He's kind of picky and, and it is good. It's well, and, good. and they were like, do you want this one or this one or that one? And I said, yes. So anyway. And great workshops from our, you know, many regional organizers and teachers, including Art and, um, and you know, the, the presentation I'm, I'm really looking forward to hear about the use of the mind's eye and more about that. Um, did you have more to share or weigh in on? On the subject, um, I I presented pretty much the um, synopsis of my presentation, and there were some excellent contributions. Thank you, everyone. Um, I don't have anything to add now, and I'm just going to keep working on it and refining the presentation. And um, look forward to seeing a lot of people there, and hopefully, I can help people develop the mind-body connection. Cool. Thanks, Art. I will also add, um, you know, what we talk, everything that we talked about, all the examples that I gave here um, and that others gave of the mind-body connection kind of in the Tai Chi, it's all available in our level one program. It's the very first stage of the training, um, and that is available online or by DVD. Um, you can check it out at clearmartialarts.com. And if you want to actually start building those connections and start using your Tai Chi in that way, that it has that kind of mind over matter quality to it, there's no better way to get started um, than our level one program. So clear, clearmartialarts.com. Shameful, shameful advertising. Shameless. Shameless, shameless promotion. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody. Thank you again, Art. Um, and looking forward to, to your workshop here coming up in, a, in just a, about a month. Thank you. And thank everyone for contributing. 